Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. This is your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, here with a great guest. Now, you guys know that I have interviewed a lot of different people in the direct sales world. I've interviewed people in the business world. And for the first time, I'm getting to bring you someone who I've known for about three years now. And she is someone who comes from the mom world. And the reason I say this is because Deborah Woods is a national certified counselor who has spent more than 15,000 hours playing with kids. She's got over 30 years of experience and she's worked with hundreds of kids and their moms, dads, and grandparents. Deborah has discovered playful connection that makes the biggest positive impact on a child's life. Deborah faced overwhelming struggles raising a son with special needs. She discovered that connection and play were the key to reducing their stress and empowering kids with great people skills. Now, as I mentioned, Deborah is somebody that I've known for about three years. We, we met through a mutual friend, and I've had the opportunity to be in her space, and I've also personally taken her five-step peace process online course to help me with my own momming in the world. And what I absolutely love about you, Deborah, is you truly have a passion for kids and their experience in this world. So welcome to the show, Deborah. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. I'm seriously so glad you're here because I'm glad that we found a, a time that parents are really needing this information on how to really connect with their kids because they're stuck at home with them. And I'm sure many of them at this point are probably feeling a little bit of frustration around being together this much because <laughs> that's not been our norm. So in your own practice, what are some of the things that you have been encountering around what's going on? One of the things that I've been talking a lot about with moms is how difficult it is right now. Being a mom in general is difficult. We always have so many different plates in the air and things that we juggle as a mom. But the extra challenges that we have right now, trying to do it all and juggling this pandemic schooling and doing it all while the kids are feeling cooped up and stuck at home, and honestly scared about the world being a dangerous place, all of those things make it extra difficult right now. Yeah. One of the conversations I've had with a lot of my clients right now have been revolving around the Maslow's hierarchy of needs because so many people don't even know what that is. So I'm, I've been teaching that a lot lately, right? And letting people know that part of the reason they feel like things that used to be so easy eight to 10 weeks ago have now become incredibly complex and they feel like they're extra draining to do and they don't understand why. And this is true for our kids too. 
for the exact reason that you brought up is that they are feeling like the world isn't safe anymore. There's so much sense of we're living in the middle of a trauma and we are expected to do so much more. And often in our playtime with the children and doing telehealth sessions with the children and you would be surprised how many times the play sessions are about a theme that gets repeated over and over. There's some dangerous something mm. that we have to hide from, that we have to find a safe place to be, to hang out while we're waiting for the dangerous thing to be over with. That is really interesting because, you know, the listener knows, you know, anybody who's been listening to the show for a while knows that I have two kids who are currently seven and 11 at the time of this recording. And my youngest has been really into fort building lately. <laughs> and now yes. it makes sense. <laughs> yes. Yes. So one of the things that you wanted to come here to talk about today is this little known secret that moms need to know, which is about how to have peace at home with the kids. So tell us a little bit about that. So the secret that I discovered as I was raising my own son with special needs and going through all of the challenges in his life, and we were dealing with the trauma of school and teachers not understanding what was going on with him, the thing I discovered was that the play therapy that I do with kids at the office is actually more effective gets faster results when you train parents how to do themselves at home what I do in the office. So essentially knowing how to play with your child in a very specific, specialized way that's not just sitting down and normally like getting toys out and playing with your kids. There, there's a procedures around how to do it that makes it so much easier to help your children express their their feelings in the play relieve their stress and bond with them at the same time. It's really an incredible process. I have to agree with that after going through your online course and I haven't had a chance to implement it yet because I literally just did it this week. And so I've, I've already started doing some of the things that you, you teach in, in your course. But one of the things that I see is that which is really nice is that for once the parent gets to allow the child to be in charge, which what, what about that part is, is so beneficial to both the child and the parent? There's a, there's a couple of things about that. One of the things is that as a parent, as a mom, we have all these plates that we're juggling. We have all of these responsibilities that we are constantly trying to figure things out we're we're always leading but when we sit down to play with our children in this special way what happens is the child is the expert on what they need to play out what they need to express in play and when we know how to follow how to allow them to lead the play how to allow them to be in charge of their play we do a few things for them. One, we give them a sense of powerfulness. We give them a sense of self-control. And so often kids are doing the things that 
adults want them to do. Even if you think about it, when they sit down to play a video game, they're playing out a script that an adult has written in the way that an adult has designed it. Mm. But when they play in this very special way and they lead, their own imagination takes them where they need to go in order to express what they're feeling, what challenges they're experiencing, and to work through to find a resolution and a solution for themselves, which is incredibly empowering. And I think that's a really important thing because one of the things that I've I've said ever since before I had kids was it's my goal to raise productive adults, right? Yes. I'm not raising children, right? That, that's a very different mindset. And so to start out your lifetime with the kids, and even if you're starting right now, because this is the first time you guys are hearing about how important it is to actually play with your kids, you know, to be able to give them that empowerment is the first step to, to really getting them to where they're going to be self-sufficient adults, right? Yeah. The exciting thing about all that is when we know how to empower our kids to lead, what that means is that we get to sit back and relax, use a few very specific skills and scripts that I give you, and take a deep breath and find out where they're going to take you. Oftentimes, kids take me on this really exciting journey, and I don't have to know what it means. I don't have to figure out where we go next. It's just very relaxing and peaceful and enjoyment. There's so much pleasure in just getting to follow where they're taking me. Absolutely. And I, I think one of the questions that has come up for me personally, that probably, you know, as our listener starts to think about how this applies to them as well, is I've got two kids, one who's seven, one who's 11. So they're obviously in very different ways of playing. So as we start to plan out our play with our children, you know, having kids in different times of life, how do they play differently? And do we use the same process for, you know, just to use my own kids for the example, do we use the same process for a seven-year-old as we do for an 11-year-old? The same process, yes. And different play materials, different experiences. Mm -hmm. One of the things I do in my in my quick start program is I give you the option if you if you want to do both your kids at the same time in a special playtime, you can make that work. There's some ways and I give you some pointers. The most healing thing for a child is when they have that one on one time with you, where the seven year old can take you on the journey she wants to take you on. And the 11 year old can take you on the journey that 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 child wants to take you on the different play materials that each will choose that sparks their interest will vary i tend to use art materials in my playroom for older children mm. i tend to use more imaginative creative play materials and and toys if you will with younger children so it it varies i pick age appropriate play material and gotcha. that sparks the imagination of the child that that's good to know you know although 
the more I think about it, and and I think anybody who's listening is probably going to probably come to a very similar conclusion. There's a really good chance the two kids aren't going to want to necessarily share mom or dad in that special playtime. They're going to, like you said, it's going to be more powerful when it's one-on-one because they're going to want to play differently. And so that interaction of having three people versus two or four instead of two really changes the whole dynamic of that that playtime. So for people who are very, very limited on time, which right now... Surprisingly, we aren't necessarily, although some people may feel busier than ever. But when we're limited on time, how do you recommend that people handle the playtime with more than one child? When you're looking at playing with groups, and and I oftentimes, sometimes I have groups of children in my playroom. I, I may have a sibling group that I'm working with. And in those situations, It's not only the relationship that I have with each child, it's also the relationship that they have with each other. And so I'm giving my complete undivided attention every moment to one child. And I'm interacting and speaking to one child, and then I'm shifting my attention to the other child. And so it's about noticing and observing and being fully present with both children at the same time with the group of children as individuals. That's fascinating. I mean, and in this time, you know, because as as you bring up time and again through this is play is a great way for kids to really process their stress. And so, you know, as you said earlier, they're going to develop a particular play style that's going to help them or or a storyline that's going to help them process what's going on in the world, right? So yes. how can a parent support the the child who's going through a stressful time in that playtime? A lot of a lot of what I teach in my program is how to respond to their play, how to allow kid-sized decisions, how to how to follow them as you're going through. I call it come along that you're that you're coming mm-hmm. along with them on this journey that they're taking you. And basically what that means is a lot of what we don't do. We don't ask questions. We don't say things like, oh, what is that? You know, we allow them to tell us the parts that they want to tell us and to notice what they're doing in a way that doesn't interfere with their process. If they invite us to get under the covers with them and hide because there's a dragon out there, then we're going along with that. And sometimes when you have a couple of kids playing together, that might mean one is playing one thing and the other one's playing something else and not encouraging or pushing them to play together, but recognizing that each one is going on their own journey in their own way. Mm -hmm. And that it's perfectly okay for each one of them to use that time with you in the way that they want to. And like being present in two stories at one time is really something that you can do with this process. You don't, you don't need to feel like, you have to stay completely engaged in one story 
and to the exclusion of the other. Like you can actually divide your attention because you're giving full attention when you're giving attention to that first child and then the second child. So it's a way of dividing out your attention in a way that you're still noticing, you're still keeping an ear out for the other one. Mm -hmm. And then when something significant happens with the other one, you're switching attention. Kids seem to have this rhythm and pace that that works out. That's awesome. And, you know, the fact that you've had, you know, 30 years of doing this, it's so nice because, you know, I've only got 11 years of experience with mom or with momhood, right? Um, So, so having that, that knowledge is really helpful. So one of the things that you have really been working on is this, is this five-step process. How can moms get a hold of this five-step process so that way, well, even dads too, because I'm assuming dads also want to know how to do this. Yes, I have, I have dads who do the process just the same as moms. Mm-hmm. So how can they get a hold of this five-step process so that way they can begin to utilize this in their own lives with their kids? Well, I will provide you with the link to my course that's on Teachable. You'll have the link to be able to access that in there. There's some training that you will have access to when you just click the link. You'll have some free access and then um, you can purchase the course if you like. That's awesome. So yeah, everybody, what I'm going to do is I am going to in the show notes. So if you guys are on your phone, just pull up the episode, scroll up just a little bit, and you'll actually see the link to Deborah's page where she does have quite a few bonus free giveaway videos and also some other materials that are on that page. And then if if after watching those videos, if after reading through the material, you decide that you need to go a little bit deeper and you want part of that five-step process, you can go ahead and, and get in as part of that online course, which... I'm going to tell you guys, I, I just, uh, I'm, I think 75% complete on that one. I'm still going through the bonus material myself, really getting in and I cannot wait to implement this with my kids. You know, I, I'm super excited to get to do this because I feel like this is going to really give me the level of momhood that I've always wanted, <laughs> you know, because we always have that little bit of, of guilt that we're not doing enough and, you know, really I, I love the fact that you advocate that it it doesn't have to be a lot of time. It's it's a very short time period and it has such incredible, powerful impact in just that short amount of time. It's amazing how 30 minutes once a week can make an incredible difference. You think about when kids come to see me, they come and they have a 45 minute special playtime once a week. And over several weeks, parents report dramatic changes in the children's behavior. And so whenever I got into the research and I saw that we have outcome-based research that proves that when moms and dads do this process at home, they just need 30 minutes once a week and they get faster, better results than trained therapists. It really is a process that when you learn the specific skills and techniques that we use in the office, it makes an incredible difference. And it doesn't take hours and hours. It doesn't take time every single day playing. It's a once a week playtime. And that's awesome. And I imagine it's probably 
even more effective if they're getting 30 minutes with mom at some point during the week and 30 minutes with dad at some point during the week. Oh, absolutely. Because in that way, you have they have a chance to do that bonding and that attachment with with both parents. And when you're doing it, you're also getting benefits. It's not just the children getting the benefits. There are things that you're learning by doing it, that you're learning skills that helps you to relax as a mom. When you learn the simple concept of a kid-sized decisions versus a mom-sized decision, that notion by itself can give you so much peace to be able to just relax into. There are things in your child's life that it really is okay if they decide and you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to feel guilty over it. You can just relax and let kids decide all of those things that are kid-sized decisions. Which I, you know, I absolutely love because like I mentioned earlier, one of my own personal goals is to raise productive, self-sufficient adults, right? Who are Mm -hmm. caring and loving and empathetic. And by going through this process, and you've been doing it with with kids in your in your counseling for 30 years now you know that that's basically the outcomes <laughs> from doing this very simple process and it's you know for for those of us who can sometimes be control freaks when it comes to our kids it's going to take some practice to to probably let go a little bit don't you think it took me a little while <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, that's good to know. Oh, gosh. Oh, goodness. Yes, absolutely. Well, everybody, I want you guys to know that Deborah, she is certified in the state of Missouri, so she cannot do counseling for residents outside of the state of Missouri. But if you are in the state of Missouri, I am going to include her phone number in the show notes. So if you would like to, to reach out to her for a conversation to see if it would be a good fit for you to be able to do either the telehealth counseling sessions or once we eventually get back to being able to do things in person, working with Deborah in person, you you can call that number. For anyone who's outside of Missouri, you can connect with Deborah through her Facebook is a great way to get it to do that. And we're going to put the link to her Facebook page in the show notes or through the online course and the, the freebie giveaways that she's got for you. We're going to put the link in the show notes as well. So make sure you check that out if you would like to contact Deborah. Deborah, thank you so much for sharing this information during a time when a lot of parents are feeling really overwhelmed. I'm hoping that this really helps people begin to get a sense of their own peace as they're going through this process. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's been a real joy. I have this passion because there just wasn't anybody really there for me when I was raising my son. And I want to make sure that moms have so much more support than I had raising my son. I think that's phenomenal. And, and, you know, like I said to everybody before, as, as I was watching your videos, it's so interesting to see how, when you start talking about kids and the results that they get and, and, you know, just the absolute, your belief in children and, and how much power and how much marvel they have. It's so great to see your eyes light up and, and your your whole demeanor changes when you're talking about kids. You really, truly have a passion for helping them. And in helping kids, you actually help 
parents just as much, which I think is absolutely wonderful. So thank you, Deborah, for sharing this. I really, really appreciate you doing this. And everybody, stay tuned for another great episode of the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.